Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Wikipedia page for The Giving Tree, part two of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe. That's right, everyone. Subscribe so that you can learn more about books like this one. Now, I'm looking at an image of Shel Silverstein that is apparently used on the back cover of the book, The Giving Tree. And I never knew what he looked like. And that's a very creepy photo. He kind of looks like um, like what I would imagine Rasputin looked like. Interesting. Criticism and Controversy Elizabeth Bird, writing for the School Library Journal, described The Giving Tree as one of the most divisive books in children's literature. Criticism revolves about the depiction of the relationship between the boy and the tree. Totally self-effacing, the mother treats her son as if he were a perpetual infant, while he behaves toward her as if he were frozen in time as an importunate baby. This overrated picture book thus presents as a paradigm for young children a callously exploitative human relationship, both across genders and across generations. It perpetuates the myth of the selfless, all-given mother who exists only to be used and the image of a male child who can offer no reciprocity, express no gratitude, feel no empathy, an insatiable creature who encounters no limits for his demands. I wonder if the tree from the Kirby franchise is based on the giving tree. Winter Prosopio said that the boy never thanks the tree for its gifts. 
In an interview with Hornbook Magazine, Phyllis J. Fogelman, an editor with Harper and Rowe, said the book is about a sadomasochistic relationship and elevates masochism to the level of a good, which mirrors Mary Daly's analysis in Gynecology, the Meta-Ethics of Radical Feminism. One college instructor discovered that the book caused both male and female remedial reading students to be angry because they felt that the boy exploited the tree. For teaching purposes, he paired the book with a short story by Andre Dubas entitled The Fat Girl because its plot can be described as the giving tree in reverse. Interesting. Christopher Westley, writing for the Mrs. Institute, an anarcho-capitalist think tank, describes the tree-boy relationship as similar to a socialist or communist government that extracts far too much from its citizens while not providing anything back in return. He describes this unsustainable and parasitic relationship as something toxic and ought to be avoided at all costs, regardless of whether on an individual level, such as two lovers, or a parent and child, or on the level of voter to their government. Ruth Margerly further relayed the damaging message that mothers sometimes have by receiving the giving tree as a gift. She quotes children's book author Laurel Snyder, who said, When you give a new mother 10 copies of The Giving Tree, it does send a message to the mother that we are supposed to be this person. Author's photograph. And then there's a picture, a couple of pictures of uh, Silverstein. It's true. And when I made that comment before, I did not realize there was a whole section about this. That's why it's odd for me. The photograph of Silverstein on the back cover of the book has attracted negative attention, with some people finding it frightening. This photograph and the attention it received was touched upon in the children's novel Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw by author Jeff Kinney. Protagonist Greg Hefley states that the photograph of Silverstein on the back cover of The Giving Tree terrified him as a child, and that his father would exploit this fear, saying to his son that if he got out of bed at night, he would probably run into Shel Silverstein in the hallway. Oh my god, I forgot about that! About what? About that reference in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, okay. I've actually never read Diary of a Wimpy Kid, so... The first one came out when I was exactly the target demographic age for it, and so I, I, I've read almost all of them, just not, like, the newest. Nice. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you avoid getting the cheese touch. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now, let's get into some of the cultural influences and adaptations. Cultural influences and adaptations. Other versions. A short animated film of the book produced in 1973 featured Silverstein's narration. Silverstein also wrote a song of the same name, which was performed by Bobby Bear and his family on his album Singin' in the Kitchen, 1974. Silverstein created an adult version of the story in a cartoon entitled I Accept the Challenge. In the cartoon, a nude woman cuts off a nude man's arms and legs with scissors, then sits on his torso in a pose similar to the final drawing in The Giving Tree, in which the old man sits on the stump. I'm going to have to look this up. Why did he do that? I don't know. But, I mean, he did work for uh, Playboy, so, I mean, I'm not shocked. University of Illinois Springfield professor Jacqueline Jackson and Carol Dell, 1979, wrote an alternative version of the story for teaching purposes that was entitled The Other Giving Tree. It featured two trees next to each other and a boy growing up. 
One tree acted like the one in the giving tree, ending up as a stump, while the other tree stopped at giving the boy apples and does not give the boy its branches or trunk. At the end of the story, the stump was sad that the old man chose to sit under the shade of the other tree. Um, Wiki listeners, we mentioned the word stump a lot, and you can find our episode on tree stump uh, called Tree Stump. You certainly can. Cultural Influences The Giving Tree Band took its name from the book Plain White Tees EP Should Have Gone to Bed as a song, The Giving Tree, written by Tim Lopez. The 2010 short film I'm Here, written and directed by Spike Jones, is based on The Giving Tree. The main character, Sheldon, is named after Shel Silverstein. In the A&E drama series Bates Motel, antagonist Norma Bates references The Giving Tree when describing parenthood. Parents do not have... Parents do not have needs. You ever read the book The Giving Tree? It's about a tree, and this kid keeps coming and taking stuff from it his whole life, until there's nothing left but a stump. And then the kid sits on the stump. That's being a parent. That was a really good first season of that show. Did you see the Bates Motel TV show? No, I don't think I did. Uh, It's like horror, though, right? Yes. Yeah. The Giving Tree is featured in the Robot Chicken episode, but not in that way, with the boy, whose name is Gary, voiced by Seth Green, and The Giving Tree, voiced by Hulk Hogan. Gary's childhood and teen life are the same in this sketch. When it comes to Gary's adulthood, he wants The Giving Tree to grant him an addition to his house for his growing family. To avoid getting cut down, The Giving Tree states that he has termites and that his cousin across the field is another giving tree. When Gary goes to confront the tree, he grabs him and pulls down his pants, and it turns out to be a raping tree. Oh, robot chicken. Oh, yes. Uh, Wikipedia added again with the cultural influences always including robot chicken and or South Park. (laughs) In Guardians of the Galaxy, when Star-Lord first meets the tree-like alien Groot, he refers to him as Giving Tree. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Lots of stuff about the Giving Tree. And I kind of want to see that crazy cartoon that Shel Silverstein made. Um, the woman cutting off the guy's arms and legs and then sitting on him like a stump. I'm sure we can find it. I'm sure we can. This has been the Wikipedia page for The Giving Tree, part two of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilesson. You can find us at wikilesson.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilesson, except for X which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your Google searches for weird giving tree content. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 